0: Good afternoon, y'all. This is MI One Hundred and One with your favorite guys, Kadisha, Naisha, Saul, and Miguel. Hi. And this is the place where we talk about mental illnesses. Yes,
1: ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, how we're doing, y'all?
0: For I'm my good. part, I'm doing
1: really well. I'm I'm I'm, I'm really good. I'm
2: breathing so. <laughs>
0: Okay,
1: so I hope everything is going well for you. You know, there are people that is listening and your beloved ones. So this is going to be a rhetorical question. Think about it really deeply. So do you guys know that the World Health Organization said that around 800,000 people died due to suicide every year, which is one person every 40 seconds. So while you read this, someone might have committed suicide. Sad, isn't it? What do you
3: guys think?
2: Bro, that's sad.
3: Yeah, I think it's really sad. I think that God helped them through this process.
2: You like the small of the best. Yeah, true.
3: Yeah. For, first of all, mental disorders are conditions that affect thinking, feeling, mood, and behavior. They might be a oh, occasionally or chronic this can affect your social skills and how function each day event even though there are more than 300 mental disorder like for example the first one is mood disorder it's affect person every day emotional state then we have the d- depression a condition that affects how a person thinks or acts it is treatable it may it may take longer for a person with depression to do a task because of lack of concentration. So guys, how will you feel in this position? Like depression? Yes,
2: in depression.
3: Yes. I can depress every month.
2: So...
3: How will you pass through this stage?
0: Like generally when someone has depression they like it's hard for them to focus on a specific thing or so in my case if I did have it probably do um it would like make me out of focus I wouldn't be learning in class a lack of sleep a lack of motivation to do anything like even to do something that you love to do would be hard because you have this mental disorder. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, it, it really affects how a person And how goes. they act towards other people, because remember, this doesn't always affect themselves, but also the people that is around them because they become a social. So they tend to, you know, like separate themselves from their families or friends.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like now we are, I'm going to the uh, Bipolar disorder, it, like it's a mental condition that is no ex- extreme changes in mood, like thinking and behavior. Like you could be in a normal behavior and all of the sudden you just change, like you are mad. You was happy 10 minutes ago and now you're mad that you want to kill somebody, for example. Yeah. And, and then we have anxiety disorder. Like people who eh, actively worry about ordinary things for a long time. Like, for example, you have anxiety. Like, for example, some people like playing video game. Right. And people, Mm -hmm. people that play video game are so anxious. Like you could be taking classes and you have the temptation to go play video games. Like in the other hand, we have like panic disorder where people have panic attacks, have to fear even when there's no danger like for example last weekend there was a man he was he was in North Cakes and and his boat was like his boat hit a rift and and he if he would have calmed down he wouldn't die like he started panicking and then he drowned like what would you guys do in this situation like I would have stayed calm
2: unless I was like in the water. I'll be
0: drowning, but oh, that is yeah. It's it's kind of hard for people like in that situation to be randomly put in that situation to like calm down. But there, there are ways which you can calm yourself. Like for example, simple thing as taking a deep breath can help you from feeling like you're in danger, or to like control how you react to that situation. help you to become to become more calm during it okay and yeah
3: what about you miguel what do you think about this topic
1: yeah it's it's hard for me to think what i would do because i haven't been in that position i i don't feel like what that person felt so it's kind of hard you know.
3: and now we're going to talk about phobia when people have an intense fear of something that's little to no danger, like for example, spiders, like holes, like even an airplane, but you know you know you're safe, but it's too high for you, and the iron, a condition that affects how a person thinks or acts. It it is treatable. It may take longer for a person with depression to do that before overlap. Like for example you go into depression and then you you see things that help your depression and and it help your depression so you keep doing that to see if you get better that's this is what it means and then we got the eating disorder like it involves your thoughts about eating food your eating behaviors even me like i could be in class and i could get up and go get snacks, and then 10 minutes after, I have to go get another snack. It's like, Same. it's like my mind is telling me, go get something to eat. And like, do you guys, do you guys suffer like that? Like, you guys have this type of disorder? No,
1: not really.
0: Like, you don't?
2: No, what I mean, about I, you, just, nice. I just
1: eat my three foods a day, and that's it, I call it a day. I kind of
0: like, there's a certainty where you could be able to call like what you have a eating disorder because for people who have eating disorders it's not like one day where you feel extra hungry or one day where you don't eat at all it's like their mind is telling them that oh they don't need to eat and it's kind of connected with depression because like for example you're saying that oh i know that if i starve myself for a couple of days i could like die so they just stop eating for a long amount of time three days so this like for example for people who have anorexia where they just don't eat at all in hopes that they'll starve and that their body their body will suffer and yeah. they'll eventually die so i think that's the like that's where you could call it a uh, eating disorder because it mentally affects them And sometimes the people don't even know that they're hurting themselves when they stop eating. Yeah but on the other hand we got like
3: the bulimia nervosa like those are people that eat and eat and eat until they can't take it no more like they they just have to throw up because they can't take no more food and this is like because they are so stressed that they that they have to eat like when they are nervous they have to eat like I'm I'm one of that type of person but not like like not
0: that exaggerated. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and also the people with bulimia, it's like so dangerous because there's one, there's one side that they eat and eat and eat until they throw up, but there's another group of people who eat, 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 but then the food's not really doing anything for them because they're forcing themselves to throw up. Like they make sure that they the food so they don't get any nutrition or it doesn't help their bodies at all. So it's basically reverse eating. You're not actually eating. So it's actually starving yourself in a sense. Because you're eating all this food like just your body. going back. It's like you're putting food in it huh? you force
2: yourself to throw it back up
0: yeah it's kind of scary because
3: like it'll it'll mess up your stomach yeah Yeah. and last we have like the personality disorder it's like when you take stuff too personal like for example somebody step in your feet like in your new shoes and you and you take it personal and then you want revenge or some like or something very small like that like have you guys experienced
0: this like of course no because the personality disorder is like it neurologically affects the person's personality it's in the name so like the person can't control how their personality is so they just have these certain things that come along with the disorder For example, if you have, there are some personality disorders where you start to hallucinate and see things that aren't there. And at the end of the day, they can't, they can't control it because that's how they were born. Like they develop it, they developed it through something. So it's not their fault that they're like, this is happening to them because they didn't like intentionally do that for them to be seeing things like so it's more like it affects how the person acts
2: like the way you said it you said it's like i agree with you because you said they can't control it so i definitely do not have a personality disorder because i can control my pettiness you said i choose not to because i like take over me and then that's how i got my nickname he's petty yes yeah. <laughs> now to the interesting stuff so this thing right here called ptsd and depression you guys ever heard of that before yeah i know about
0: depression ptsd so
2: ptsd is like a acronym for post-traumatic stress disorder. it's a mental illness um it's triggered by a terrifying like event in your past like, from either experiencing it or like witnessing it, like you see things that aren't there. Like, hallucinating is one of them, one of the symptoms where you get flashbacks and nightmares and severe anxiety and like uncontrollable thoughts about the event. Like, have you guys ever like experienced
0: anything like that? Like, I have, but like, not as serious to call it PTSD. Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: So people who have PTSD, they may have a temporary difficulty adjusting and children with the regular life. Like time with good time and self care, you know, they usually get better and whatnot. Like any situation, a person finds traumatic can cause PTSD. So this can include like a serious road accident like a violent person like harassing them sexual assault mugging robbery or just a health condition so yeah it's it's really
1: sad that this is is happening around the world and that this is like nowhere to be decreasing in a few years so it's really sad
2: yeah
0: yeah it's like i've read about like people who have
3: ptsd and the causes of it is like uh, yeah i'm just like that like in the night every time it's dark and i and i want to go like upstairs and i think something is watching me so i gotta hurry up upstairs like i'm running for my life like, because i know thin this big monster behind me waiting for me so as soon as i turn off the lights i just rush to the stairs and like I'm, I'm scared
1: maybe you just have a phobia
3: for the you know for yeah, the security yeah. for the dark
1: like
2: i'm not
3: i'm not afraid of it that that's like yeah. before when i was a little kid but now through through time i realized that there is nothing and now i actually like being in the dark like in the night i like stay in the living room in the night and it's not a problem anymore for me like I, I have I've evolved, it, it made me lose my fear. It's good that you lost your fear.
0: You don't seem to realize that what you say can affect a person mm-hmm. coming from an adult or a child. And most people who have PTSD now is because of certain people or certain events that happen because of people. So it really shows that you need to be careful with, like, how you handle certain situations or how you talk to certain people because it could be the very reason that this person develops a mental disorder because you treated them this way and now they have the trauma from how they live their life because of you so yeah
2: yeah like, i don't know if i can call it ptsd because i'm so used to it now like Back when I was in like a car accident, it wasn't too bad, it was a small accident, right? Um, I was afraid to step into another vehicle for a long time. Like if I had to go in a vehicle to get from point A to point B, I'll be like terrified, my seatbelt is on, looking and making sure the driver knows where they're going, like I'm lo- watching everything yeah. and everyone on the road. Like PTSD, it can develop like immediately after someone like experiences something disturbing or weeks, or months, or even years later. Can you imagine living with that type of fear for like years?
0: Wow. Oh. Yeah, because they know that it might happen again, they just try to avoid everything and anything that may cause it. So like, there, there was a story, I can't remember, of this woman or this girl. She was She was sexually assaulted when she was a child. So like she, she stopped talking completely. Maya Angelo for like four years. Yeah, and I feel like that could count as I don't know if it's a phobia because I don't know how to explain what it would be of. But you could see that because of a trauma, traumatic experience that someone goes through, it could really like it could really affect how they behave or how they like go about life. So yeah,
2: yeah. And like now moving on to another subject. PTSD is very like very much linked to depression. So any yes. guys know what depression is? Niesha?
0: Yeah, I know what depression is. It's like as they stated before, it's like a mental disorder that affects like it can be in different forms, but it generally affects the way you think how and you act feel too and how you behave towards certain things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like it's also important to realize that feeling down at some time is like normal in someone's life. Feeling sad and upset, it happens to everyone, right? But if you're feeling down or hopeless on a regular basis, you could be dealing with depression and you should seek medical help right, right away.
0: Yeah, that, that is true. And like, so many people go undiagnosed with depression. And it's really sad because if you have depression and you don't diagnose it right away, it can develop into something worse and then mm-hmm. the person ends up taking their life and then you never know because you didn't like Or some life. some
1: other people actually fake that so, they have depression. They are like, Oh no, I'm depressed and things. But
0: Yeah, and that's that's really like at a disadvantage yeah. to the people who actually You, should, have you
1: shouldn't be joking with that.
0: If you tell yeah, someone and now,
3: about,
0: and yeah, because if you tell someone that you're depressed and stuff, and then they're they're thinking that you're lying because so many other people have lied to them before, but you might actually be telling the truth. So people don't have trust now when people say that they're depressed because they're like, oh, other people were lying before. So yeah, and now, and
3: now, like, people are ages like from teenagers. Those are the people that develop the most depression. Like, that's the stage of your life that you have the most depression.
2: I'm gonna get to that in a second about the children and teenagers. But like, depression is like considered a serious medical condition that can really get worse without proper treatment. So like you said, if you don't like get diagnosed, it can like really become a serious condition. And also, those who seek treatment often see improvements in like symptoms in just a few weeks. So you know it's always nice to like make sure you get checked out right away. You know, like, and like children, they may take symptoms related to their depression, such as like the mood and things like that. Also, like their emotional well-being, like such a feeling of incompetence. And, like, for example, like, I can't do anything right. Like, saying that can really get someone down. And then crying or intense sadness, all of that stuff, can, like, those are symptoms, like, building up to depression. Such as, like, behavior and getting into trouble at school or refusing to go to school. And, like avoiding friends or siblings, thoughts of death or suicide. Like many teens these days go through serious depression. And like, I wouldn't say it's untreatable, but it's really bad. And like they have difficulties concentrating, declining kind of in school performances, changing in grades. Like their sleep patterns will change drastically. Like they will either sleep too much or they won't, like they have insomnia yeah. where they can't sleep. And things like that. Like their physical well being, like such a such like loss of energy and digestive problems, changes in appetite, weight loss or weight gain. And you gotta understand, like people they got depression from many different things. Like if they're if they don't like their body, if they heard something bad about themselves or they just don't like themselves, you know, you can never know what someone is going through you ask.
1: I totally agree.
3: Yes, I agree too.
0: So, what I'm going to talk about is like, it's more deep, like it spirals down from like mental disorders to committing suicide. So, yeah. It's gonna get dark. It gets very dark. So, suicide is basically the taking of one's life.
1: Of so, course. You
0: all heard about suicide,
2: right? Yeah. Of course. I also heard about the case in Japan. Is it? Is it Japan or China? Some sort. I heard
0: about that for sure. That's scary. Yeah, I. I'm sure that everyone knows about the show Thirteen Reasons Why. I heard of it
1: on Netflix, I it. but I haven't watched that yet.
0: Yeah. I yeah, It's like basically the teens are going through like this cycle of depression And one did decide to take their life out. So ooh, kind of a dark show But it really opens up your eyes to what type of mental illness people go through So signs that someone is suicidal is that they're sleeping too little Overeating to gain too much weight Or eating less to lose a lot of weight they're having dramatic mood swings. They're avoiding so- social interaction with others and saying they have no reason to live. So, like, if you see people or your friends that basically they have this, like, personality or this aura where they're doing these exact same things, this is probably a sign that they're suicidal or is planning yeah. to So... Factors that increase the risk of suicide include being diagnosed with a a condition. If you have history of being verbally or physically abused, like I said before, having trauma and stuff, it can make the person get a mental disorder. And then if it becomes worse, the person can also be suicidal. So it's also childhood trauma or abuse, like I said family history of suicide previous suicide attempts the loss of a loved one access to lethal means like firearms or knives and so this is like a question i have before i say the answer so in your opinion which gender do you think attempts suicide but are not successful and which one Attempts the men attempt attempts
1: it and, um, and are successful on that.
2: I feel like the women, like, cause like, they go through a lot. Like, if a woman gets raped, like, that's really dark, right? But then sometimes she loses her dignity. So I think they will commit to that the most. That's my opinion, though. I'm not too sure
0: so
3: like the question was which gender do you think attempts more like you mean like which like which, suicide oh i think boys because i'm sorry to say this girls but girls like when boys when girls like break the boys heart like for example they break up with them the f- boys fall into depression and they sometimes think in suiciding <laughs>
2: Wait, any boy that commits suicide over a breakup, that <laughs> do you not it think. Overall it's much depends as...
0: on the severity of it because like
2: Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. Because if it was a serious seriously, it, it can happen,
0: happen to both parties where like for example a boy breaks up with a girl and then she tries to commit. But it depends on the situation again. So it's what Miguel said, is that the males commit suicide. And the reason is because, not because of like the situation they're in, but only because once they have that thought, they already know how to execute it. And girls, while they can try, they're like very competent. So for example, if, because the males they use lethal weapons for example they use knives they use um firearms like guns and stuff the girls mm. they use like softer methods like hanging or trying to overdose which probably doesn't work because they don't read the label and how mm. much they're supposed to take so like
2: like honestly, themselves. you don't know what you're doing like you say you have like you want to commit suicide just a thought let's say you want to commit suicide but like do you realize that you really don't want to take your life when you're just about to do it like say you're gonna like hang yourself or you're trying to drown yourself like like take drowning for instance if you try to drown yourself you're gonna obviously find yourself trying to get back up and get air because you know you don't really want to die when you're trying to hurt
3: yourself and you know you can't take more pain and then you just stop like yeah. And and boys they usually commit more suicides mm-hmm. because you know how some boys are the one are the ones that do like a lot of stuff in their household. But sometimes there are difficult households like boys can't take it anymore with their mother, their mother don't treat them right, their their parents always beating them, like they just don't want to leave.
0: yeah because there's always this stigma with um boys or males in general they're like oh men's not supposed to cry oh they always have to be strong or feel emo they can't feel emotions as well. we all but feel that's the not same the case because yeah. if we're all born exactly we're, we all can feel happy we all can feel angry we all are allowed to feel sad so that doesn't exclude the males in any sense and for society to put this stigma around boys being like, if they cry or if they show any emotion, then they're weak or they're not a real boy. It's like, it's just
1: we have to normalize that, are.
0: and it's sad to see Ma'am that they can cry
1: or they can have feelings. Yes, yeah.
3: exactly.
0: exactly. So, um, as I said before the males the people who are at risk of committing suicide more are men which are middle age 45 to 55 which is kind of surprising because you would think that teens are the ones to kill themselves more but it's actually middle-aged men it's like more of going through a midlife crisis and stuff or when they break up or getting a divorce
2: the voice yeah
0: it's mostly in like caucasian american indians yeah. with natives of alaska
3: and, and I, I wanted to add something this... like you see yeah. there was a year like i don't remember the year spe- specifically it was like 2014 something like that that there was that that, that was the year that suicide suicides were committed the most like because there was this challenge on facebook about the blue whale that, that kids ha- the kids had to do. Like, yeah. if you don't pass the right. test, that person would have sent to kill your parents or your family. So they had to do it. And and the last challenge was to suicide. So they did it. And like a lot of kids, like more than 10,000 kids died because of that.
0: Yeah, I've heard about one before and it's kind of like sad because a lot of the challenges that they have like the blue whale challenges while some people can find out where you live and hack you and stuff not all of them are true because they're just people some of them are just people online saying oh if you don't commit suicide i'm gonna find your parents and stuff like that but they have no way to find your address or find your family or they don't even live. Yeah, close it, to you. it was all
3: over
1: the how world. to
0: find the time to fly all the way across a country?
3: Yeah, that's true. It was all over that's the world, true. and like,
0: because how
3: a killer will have all that time to go into thousands of people, different countries,
0: to go all over the world to kill each person. So, that makes yeah. no sense at all. There was another challenge similar to it. Like they brought up they brought the Blue Whale Challenge back this year and I saw it where people were changing their profile pictures or people had profile pictures of like it was like a Mickey Mouse but a disfigured looking realistic
1: a for Mickey
0: me? Mouse type. And they were threatening for people me? to like cut their wrist. Huh? I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the name because I can't remember but I saw different people on like Instagram and they were telling people to like be aware that people are doing this and actually don't do it because they can't actually find out where you live and even if they did, who would all the time to go to different parts of the world to come and yeah. check you down.
3: And, and, they, and they will spend the all that money just to kill people like that wouldn't make sense like but
0: kids, kids—they fall for it. I just want to add, yeah, they mostly target kids or early teens because kids and preteens—they basically yeah, believe they believe everything they
1: see in the, the internet.
2: Little. Yeah, and I also want
0: to add that
2: you don't even have to like know the Not even know the person. You don't even have to like be there in person to have that type of control on someone's life. Like, I don't know if you guys heard about Ashley Lovely. She was a very beautiful girl. She's like 17, I think, or 16. And because she, like, she posted like pictures on Instagram and I think last year, about January, she committed suicide by shooting herself. Like, it's really dark. But because someone was on her Instagram trolling her, telling her she looks horrible and how it wasn't going to like her. That's why her boyfriend left her commenting bad things about her. And so she committed suicide off of that. So that just shows you don't even have to, like, go to someone's house or you're threatening them like that for them to just commit suicide.
0: Yeah, it's, like, in different forms that you could drive someone to commit suicide. Sad. So, like, you... I don't know if you know, but this past September was like Suicide Prevention Month, which was focusing yeah. on reminding people that their life was worth like living. And it's that so many people believe that they don't have a reason to continue living, which is very far from true. And it's also that other pe- people feel like everybody else, they don't care for them and that they're all alone, which is defin- it's definitely normal. but. You need to realize that there are people even strangers on the internet that are like praying for you to succeed in life. So there's yeah. different like, communities or different groups of people that you don't even know. And you could like make a video or post a picture anywhere and there's a stranger saying, hey, you look nice or hey, you're so beautiful or handsome or whatever. And just by doing that, it shows that there are kind people in this world. And they wouldn't intentionally hurt you like for example the semicolon project which is a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to helping people suffering from mental illness self-injury harm and suicidal thoughts so like people who survive their suicidal thoughts like they were about to commit but they didn't they have a semicolon shirt like a shirt with a semicolon on it or pants with a semicolon or some people even get tattoos with a semicolon, so it could be permanent to remind, like to remind them that they didn't do it and that they should be happy that they didn't. And also to show yeah. others that if they got through it, then the person could too. So, yeah. So, that going into our, it's like, a, it's a quick round, a mini segment where we talk about random type of mental disorders or anything related to mental illnesses.
2: All right, so Anisha, be our guest. Why don't you go first?
0: So what I'm going to talk about is apotenophilia, which is a disorder where people want to damage or amputate their limbs so that surgical amputation is needed. This disorder is connected to that in the parietal lobe in the brain this disorder is very rare and people who have it don't want to don't want or get to seek treatment there's aversion therapy as well as cognitive behavioral therapy this is basically like the people want to like cut off their limbs so they don't have to it's kind of weird because they intentionally where their brain is cut up they intentionally want to cut off their limbs or something like that just so they could get another one removed and it's kind of like I don't understand why so and I it makes make them happy after ugly. they
1: accomplish it
0: something about their game
1: that's crazy yup okay so I got the Capgras Syndrome so basically those with okay. Capgras Syndrome hold the dilution delusional belief that someone in their life like usually a friend you know a family member has been replaced by an an imposter so basically they think that uh, he's fake or she's fake what do you think about that guys? Uh, uh, I have no words
0: honestly that's kind of that's weird that's weird how would you like in your mind think that somebody like changed like they're not the actual person that you thought they were like you could have a family yeah. member like your cousin and you're like oh that's not no my they, they can I've never seen they basically
1: say oh like, you are my cousin name? but like deep inside they, they think ah, nah he's not acting like my my cousin would do, so he's an imposter. Yeah.
2: So I'll go next. Um I know you guys might have heard of autism. Yeah. Like like it refers to a broad range of conditions like like challenges of social life and repetitive behaviors and and nonverbal communication. Like it affects one and every 54 children in the United States. Like, there's different types of autism, like the three main. You should know, it's like when they speech. You know when they can't be like talk to you properly. Like, you know what I mean, right?
0: Yeah, I like I've seen people with autism before.
2: So they're like communication autism, where they can't really speak to you and have a normal conversation properly. They're like patterns of behavior. So sort of like repetitiveness, like rocking and jumping and twirling. So it's usually associated with ADHD. And then spotting signs and symptoms. Like when they smile every six months. Do you know there are people who smile every six months? Who only smile every six months? And like they pretend to make believe and stuff like that. And Yeah, it's a condition. A a condition, I guess.
0: It's like a weird spectrum. Yeah. It's a weird spectrum of like people who have autism, because there's so many kinds that you don't even recognize because somebody like somebody at school or at your church could even have it and you wouldn't recognize the symptoms. Because there's a different level of severity of it. Like for example, there's people who, like, they're old. Like, they could be 14 mm-hmm. or something, but they have the mind of a child. So, so like, they can't, help, yeah. they can't do the basic things that a teenager would be able to do. Or their level of comprehension wouldn't be at the level that a teenager would because their the average level... Of, like, yeah, yeah, I, I was going to give an example. Like, I have
3: a cousin. There. Um, He's 19. He, he, he went to school, like for elementary and then he he couldn't go anymore because of his problems he because he acted like a child so he went to a special school and they didn't accept it there as well but now that he's like he's not going to school he's learning more but his mentality is still like a two years old mentality like he does pranks as a little kid like he does like bad stuff like because of his condition. Yeah, I don't blame him.
2: Yeah, but he can't help it, so.
0: Yeah. Cause like, I've seen people who like have this, like they have autism in different forms. Like for example, I had a student in my class in primary school where he had autism and it was like it was kind of severe because like he could talk to us casually and we would talk with him but he would be easily angered or nobody could do anything to him at all and he would just like randomly rage because this one time it's most it's mostly like because i understand that the person has autism but it's not completely their fault because they could be provoked by another person like for example, there was this boy that was keep bullying this student in our class that had autism and kept on teasing him. And then the boy with autism became mad. And then he threw like, there was this giant rock and he threw it at them. He threw it at the boy and it almost hit him. And I kind of don't blame him for throwing the rock because you know that the person has this, um, you know that the person has this disorder yet you choose to tease them for no reason just so they could yeah react. so people like, like so why, people why when they see
3: special like kids like that you, they like to a look a at them like in a bad way and they like like they pinch,
1: discriminate like them like
3: pinching them so that they could react yeah like, i know what you're saying yeah
0: there's another disorder uh, it's called tics it's the general that. thing for it is called tics so they would like It depends. So, like if your eye switches a lot, or if you keep fiddling with things, or it could be verbally. Like when you're talking, you have a random sneeze, or a random hiccup, Mm -hmm. or like it's anything that has to do with how you react and it's random. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you done? So, um, yes,
0: for
2: now.
1: Okay, so moving on, we have uh, our five
2: fifth point
1: which is how to help someone who's suffering with a mental disorder because i think this is really necessary so first listen without making judgments and concentrate on their needs in that moment like you uh, if if they feel like sad or you know depressed around about something that is like really small for you don't just you know, judge them because oh no, this is really small. You'll get this done or something like that. So you don't do that. Just let them be because you don't know what people can like. You know, can feel about it. So after that, oh, you have to something to say. Yeah. Okay. Ask ask them what would help no. them. Mm-hmm. So you know, ask them can help them because sometimes there can be a specific thing that will, you know, uh, give them, you know, happiness for a brief moment or something like that. Reassure and signpost that practical information or resources yes. to practical information or resources. Uh, avoid confrontation. So avoid like, you know, the the fights between, you know, people that is suffering mental disorders because they will think maybe that you are not their friend anymore, you are not supporting them anymore. So ask if there is someone that they would like to, you know, you to contact, because maybe, uh, you know, they want to talk to someone, you know, a friend, a family member, tell them, because some people, you know, they are a social, so this might help them, you know, receiving support from a friend encourage them to seek appropriate professional help remember that you are not like a, a, a doctor and some sometimes you know you can help them but that would not be like the professional help so encourage them to go you know to seek a psychotherapy psychotherapist or you know some someone like that if if they have hurt themselves make sure they get first aid they need or or you know, encourage them to not do it again. Uh next, I will present you some like things that you can do to help yourself if you are suffering of a mental disorder, or advise a person you know that is suffering of this to, to seek. So, first I got this psychotherapy, which is you know, speak, speaking with a therapist can help you, you know, uh, get better. In a weeks, months, or even years, but it doesn't matter. the The thing that matters here is you getting better. After that, we got exercise. You know, sometimes exercise, uh, you know, for thirty minutes, one hour, can you know give you can increase the production of endorphins, which are basically the ones that release happiness. So this can improve your mood learn how to say no sometimes you you think that you can do everything you know you can you always have to say yes because you want to feel kind but you don't have to do this you know sometimes you can the only thing you can say is no and this is what i think you should learn what to do take care of yourself uh you know uh uh seeking a diet healthy diet you know will avoid you know getting close to negative people and participating in other activities
0: what he was saying like before encourage them to seek appropriate and professional help this also goes to say that you yourself shouldn't self-diagnose like for example you can't say oh i'm sure that i have this mental disorder or you could misdiagnose yourself and you could think you have one mental disorder or you but you can have another one or you think you have this specific mental disorder and then you have none at all so it is best to like seek a therapist or get help because if you self-diagnose you're going to make yourself have this mentality like i know i have this mental disorder so i'm going to act this certain way according to how people think so this i have a personal
3: is. question for you guys like, because each one of you think, like, you guys have a mental disorder or you haven't realized
2: it yet? First of all, that's my personal. But, like, I I would say it a couple times, because, like, every once in a while, I'm going to feel depressed because of the situation that girls are placed in. But it's just science. It's just, it is what it is. So you can't change it. And... I would feel depressed and I would say I have depression because I really gen- genuinely feel like if I do because nothing can, like, make me feel better than I already, like, because I'm already sad, nothing can make me feel better, so well, besides food, but, yeah, and I would say I have, it's about a personality disorder, but I'm not mean, but I would say I have mental illness, but I don't.
0: Yeah, so. it's more of, like... Yeah. It's more of like, if you know what it is, then you would think that you have it. But there's like a certain point where you can categorize yourself because for other people, it's more severe than what we're experiencing. So you can't be for sure or diagnose yourself until you ask someone. So for me personally, it's like, um, I took like a test and it says that I do one of the two. It's either um, depression or, what was it, anxiety or bipolar. I'm, I know for sure it was an anxiety because I don't really have, like, panic attacks and stuff like that. So I can't self-diagnose myself and say that I have anxiety. But, um, like, it's, it's at a point where I want to, like... Ask for professional help to actually see if I have it before I like go any further or make it worse for myself. But I can't because there are some like people or some parents that believe like, oh, you don't have this mental disorder, you're know, or you don't have the mental disorder. You're just acting like you're over exaggerating, and that can really hurt like the self esteem or self value of a person because you're telling them that what they're yeah, like, feeling isn't. Really- I would-
3: yeah, I'll be honest, like, my so mental scared. disorder is,
0: me.
3: like, the eating disorder, like, sometimes I could eat eat a lot when I'm nervous. Yeah, that, that's my disorder. And I think I need to do something about it so I can control that before it's too late.
1: I do think that I have... So I, I did some tests online, even I know that they are not like very professional. Some of them, maybe. So, yeah, but I found that they say be I be have accurate. schizophrenia. Uh, as my, as you said before, like schizophrenia is like when you see things where they are not, or when you heard things that are not really there. So it's really crazy. What do you say?
2: Hmm. But you can never be yeah. too sure, am I right? Uh, I, you, you, can never be too sure.
0: Like I said before, I, I took a test and it, like it's just depression or bipolar disorder. But I can't be too sure unless I actually, like in the future, seek help. Because I don't want to be self-diagnosing myself and say, oh, I have this disorder where it's just like a normal, like it's just a part of my personality and it's not a disorder itself because it really like it it belittles the other people that actually have it because there are certain people that are like, oh, you don't have this disorder because I have it and it's not the same as how you're experiencing it. Like mental disorders come in all different forms shapes so like you could be dealing with depression one way and then another person can be dealing with depression another way that does not mean that one person doesn't have the disorder or the other person doesn't have it so yeah so we are coming to a close with this podcast we will remind you the topics we covered today were types of mental illnesses in people ptsd and depression suicide the mini segment which we talked about apathemnophilia, and also Capgras syndrome, and also number five, which is how to help someone who's suffering from a mental disorder. And there was also a like short mention of spreading positivity. I there is always
3: someone that, that really cares about senses, you and you wouldn't there. like to see see you suffer if you. If you see growing symptoms of depression or a slash anxiety, or, or you have recurring suicidal thoughts, please look for a suicide hotline in your state or island or country.
1: Remember that mental disorders are not a joke, and the sooner you can diagnose it, the more prepared you will be to treat it. Thank you for listening to our podcast.